Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, and those of you with nothing better to do with an internet connection, Paul Johnson and Shane Hofer are proud to present the Total Stickcast. Buckle up and enjoy the unscripted, unadulterated neurosis. Welcome to the Total Stickcast. My name is Paul Johnson. I'm a freelance writer, author, vlogger, creator of the Total Stick Show, and all kinds of other stuff. You can head on over to everythingpaul.net to get an eyeful of all of that. And with me this week, you met him last week. He used to be my boss. He's a real-life gold miner and a cautionary tale about male pattern baldness. It's Ryan Blair. <laughs> hey, Paul. Hey, listeners. That uh, that's a good introduction. Um, next time I see you, I'm gonna have to hurt you. <laughs> I thought you'd appreciate that. I, I knew if somebody would appreciate that intro, it'd be you. So, you know. Well, it fits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, welcome back. You're here in the capacity of a co-host this week. Very exciting. Yes, yes. So, uh, I guess I will disclaim before we get too far into this episode that it's uh, sort of a very special stick cast. Because for the first time in three years, I'm consuming alcohol during the recording of this. So, I know, right? I'm a bad influence. You're a bad influence. You're a terrible influence. Um, so, I haven't, yeah, I haven't drank in three years, and now I'm three beer in. So, my prediction is that by the end of this recording, I'll be about six beer in, and you'll be able to mop the floor with me. So, we're going to see how this turns out. This is the first time I've ever drunk podcasted. <laughs> Sociological experiment. Exactly. You know, it, it's awesome that you said that, actually. Because I was going to say, part of the thing that made me want to do this is, A, lots of people have drunk podcasts, and I was like, dude, I totally want to do that someday. And two, is that I think it's really interesting entering, like, an altered state while you're being observed or recorded. You know, like, all CIA 60s experiments kind of deal. Like, I think it's kind of cool to watch me deteriorate throughout the course of this podcast as I get drunker. So... Next, uh, we should then do an episode of um, uh, on LSD. There we go. There we the go. 60s theme. <laughs> We're trying now for the fourth time to record our LSD episode. We keep losing the footage and we don't know where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> the dragons keep eating it. Yeah, the dragons keep eating it. <laughs> no doubt. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess I should say also that I'm not encouraging anybody to, like, fall off the wagon. I think that's it's off the wagon when you start drinking. That's how that works? Yes, off the okay. wagon. Okay, I'm not encouraging anybody to fall off the wagon if you have an issue. I just haven't drank for three years because I forgot to drink for three years. That's all. It's not like I quit because I had to go to meetings. I was going to say, I didn't think that you had not drank because of any other reason than just life. Got busy and whatever else, right? Yeah, exactly. It's just not... Ooh, it's just not a big part of my life, so you know. Yeah. But I'd hate for anybody to listen to this and be like, "Hey, I've been sober for three years too." You're right. It's the perfect time to start drinking again. You know, that'd be horrible. Well, no, it's not the perfect time. I mean, any time is the perfect time, <laughs> right? So. so, I mean, you don't need a special occasion. You could just take a really nice poop and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna celebrate with, you know, a forty of vodka." Exactly. There you go. There you go. Yeah. That's that. That's how we should all be living our lives. Absolutely. Just celebrate the little things. Just think about it, okay? Think about all the weak-minded people <laughs> going through life, drunk every day, that they just, they, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have the capacity to fuck up the world, right? Yeah. Whereas enough. the strong-minded people that are, you know, I think uh, um, underrated most of the time in society, <laughs> they're the ones that rise up. And they can handle their liquor, and they take over the world and, you know, abolish things like Trump and Trudeau. There we go. Yeah. There we go. For, for a second, I thought she said that you were one of, the, one of those people. 
The strong-minded. Yes. No. Okay, okay, good, good. No, good, no, good. just put me in a corner with a bottle and I, I'm just leave me alone. <laughs> little misunderstanding okay. there. My bad, my bad. You know, maybe some sappy slow songs so I can cry myself to sleep, but no, no, no. That's the best part about drinking, not having to feel like a weirdo when you cry yourself to sleep afterwards. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You don't remember it. No. Okay, your your sound has changed drastically. What have you changed? Um, I just... Whoa, Ryan, you're going through some changes on your end, man. I don't know what's going on. I mean, realistically, um, I might... Oh, there you are. Better? Right. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, better? Well, it's... You sound terrible, but I actually hear you speaking now. Yeah, is, uh, yeah. How, how are we now? Yeah, you're better now. Okay. Chaos, confusion. That cord must yeah. be microphonic or whatever. It might, it must, um... You know what I mean. When it cuts out, you wiggle it on the wrong angle and your mic cord cuts out. So, uh, after getting completely derailed, I, don't know, I was talking about the fact we're getting drunk this week. Um, I, what was weird for me was buying liquor because I haven't bought liquor in three years. So, okay. actually, so the experience of going in and buying... Like, I felt guilt. I'm 30 years old and I felt guilty. It's like when you see a cop and you've done nothing wrong, but nonetheless, you're like, you got to cover up what you're doing even though you're just eating a bagel. Like, that's... <laughs> <laughs> That's how I felt when I went into the liquor store. Like, I was like, oh, fuck, he's going to ID me. He's going to ID me. I'm like, dude, you're 30. Let him ID you. Like, well, if ow. it's not, yeah, I think just like anything, right? If it's not something that uh, is part of your every day, every week, every month sort of routines, I mean, yeah, it's uh, it becomes it becomes a brand new experience again to when you're 16 and, and trying to pick up a, a six pack, you know, for you and the girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly how I felt. Like, I felt like a kid. Like, I was like, oh, fuck, if he IDs me, I'm screwed. Like, absolutely yeah. no uh, mention or, or or acknowledgement of the fact that, like, even if he IDs me, there's nothing that could go wrong. Like. <laughs> nope, absolutely nothing can go wrong. Did he ID you? He did ID me, in fact. Did he? Yes. Well, that's got to feel good at 30. Yeah, it feels pretty good, definitely. I mean, especially considering I passed, and I was nervous about that, first of all, you know. <laughs> it, yeah, so it that good. gives you yet another reason to drink. Another there celebration. There we go. No that was a win. Yeah, no doubt. So cheers to the fact that I got ID'd. I mean, holy shit, I got to drink now. Give me a minute. So you, what are you drinking, then? I am drinking Stella. Okay. My favorite beer in the whole wide world. What are you drinking today? I am drinking a extra spicy Caesar. Ooh, extra spicy. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I've just you... recently discovered Caesars again. Uh, I've always enjoyed them. I find them to be more of a summer drink, you know? I mean, like <laughs> like a beer, but I drink that's my usual drink. But uh, Caesars, I don't know. I've, yeah, I've always loved them. I find, though, I can't, I can't sit there and drink them all night or all day even. Yeah. Uh, just because they, they, they are quite filling. Mm-hmm. Um, and plus I got wicked heartburn from all the spice. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, since you're drinking them extra spicy. But yeah, they're like drinking a meal. They are like yes. drinking a meal. Yes. Well, have you seen, have you seen some of the, the pictures online of Caesars? I mean, some of these bars are essentially making them a meal, right? They've got toothpicks coming out of the entire thing with asparagus, cheeseburgers, peppers, you know, <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> Like, it's crazy. Some of them 
like the the topper of of the Caesar is bigger than the glass. It's ridiculous. Jesus Christ. Cheeseburgers. Hang on. Were you exaggerating? Because at first I thought that was funny. Then you continued the list. So wait, cheeseburgers? No. no, this is this is an actual thing. Oh dear God, a cheeseburger Caesar. That's horrifying. Like the the Caesar itself is just a Caesar. Yes. Right. Um. But it, it's it's hopper. It's just it's to the extreme. That's crazy. Right, I'm. I'm just. I'm. I'm getting on the old interwebs here and see what uh, kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. So I've got. I've got a whole plethora of choices. So one of them is you've got some chicken wings. What? Right. Another one. There's the cheeseburger. Another one. You've got uh, French fries. Uh, a cheeseburger. Onion rings. Wow. Right. Other one looks like some sort of just sandwich. Yeah, Bread. I was getting. I was going to say, come on, boys, have faith in your Caesar. For the love of God, the drink shouldn't require a meal on top of it. Yeah, I don't understand it. Um, but yeah, no, pe- bacon, shrimp. Wow. Right? Um, olives. I mean, yeah, if you have a moment, you should absolutely look the cheese. Like, look it up. It's it's kind of, I've never come across a bar that does this. Yeah. Not that I've actually looked. No, and in most cases, I'll mix my own Caesars versus, you know, because I'll find something good at, at a bar that's like a nice beer on tap or a specialty whiskey or something like that, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to look at some, some crazy asses. Oh, Jesus Christ. I just found one that has literally all of the fall. I'm not listing different Caesars. This is all one Caesar. And apparently it's, oh my God, it's available in town and I even know the place. Okay, so the Broken City... They used to have a stand-up open mic. I don't know if they still do. Um, they offer a uh, chicken wing, a tomato, a pickle, a celery, and a lime all coming out the top of a Caesar. Yeah. That's batshit crazy. It's, it's a whole culture. And I, like I said, I don't, I don't know a lot about it. I've never, I've never seen one in real life. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe it's just the... Uh... You know, it adds to the drink. People that are going to have a few and, and don't want to order a meal, so they order this, you know, $27 Caesar, <laughs> you know, and they get themselves a cheeseburger and some onion rings, and they've filled that void with some food for, to, you know, for the alcohol to soak up so they can drink more. <laughs> right? That's That just seems absolutely mental. And even as a bar, even if you were to look at it that way from the, like, the economic standpoint of it, like, I feel like you would want people to order food, so stop putting food in your Caesar. You're going to make more if you put it on the side. Not necessarily, because a lot of people that are going to a bar to drink are going to drink. Right? So they're not necessarily going to order... No. Also, it's not like it's a full meal that comes on there for for a lot of average people. It, it it could just be that little bit of a teaser enough to say, "Hey, you want to order an appetizer?" Uh, okay. Touche. On the same token, I was thinking after four Caesars, you've eaten a whole meal, though. But do people get hammered off of Caesars? Do people do that? I don't know. Well, I don't. I have. But do you have it? Not one with a burger on top of it, though. But yeah. But if you're paying, like it's not a it's not an eight dollar Caesar you're getting with all these toppings. So you got to think if you order four of them, and let's let's say I mean average Caesar could probably be eight nine bucks at an establishment. Mm-hmm. 
throw an additional 10 bucks on top for your snacks. You know, you order four of those. Yeah, you have a full tummy. Right? But you've just you've just spent $80. Yeah. No, true that. Yeah. No, you're right. Cause these aren't like, I just found one. I was continuing to go through them. There's one available in Vancouver. Um, that's $60 and it comes yeah. with a burger and then a mini burger on top of the burger. <laughs> onion. <ring. laughs> I'm not making that up. Onion. Ring. A fucking hot dog. What the hell, dude? Okay. I didn't even realize that a hot dog, onion rings, there's chicken wings, but it's a $60 Caesar. That makes nice. sense. Yeah. So, is, <laughs> is the bar smart or is the bar stupid? No, no. With the sixty dollars seizure, seizure, dear God, with the sixty dollars seizure, the uh, the bar is smart, definitely. And how many drinks are you in right now? Yeah, <laughs> that's a valid question. Three, three whole ones though. I need to refill. So. Okay. Well, see, so we know that the 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 slurring starts after three. Yep. I think that's that's without fail. Yeah, I think the slurring has started, and I'm not going to be able to avoid it, regardless how much I try. I'm just going to sound like a robot, or well, Adam West. <laughs> if you fall over, um, I'll try to uh, do good by the rest of the show. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, if I just ban, if I just collapse, just do the rest of the show, and then just walk away, and I'll stop uh, the program from recording when we come back. <laughs> when well, I yeah, wake I'll, up well, after the show's done, I'll call the ambulance for you just to check up on you, but. Oh, okay. That's decent After. of you, at least. Right? You can't get in the way of media. No, no, no. You can't. Let the show must go on. The show must right? go on. That's absolutely true. That I was thinking about something else. Uh, speaking of old sayings and getting drunk and podcasting, was that the fact that after this I have to not only I think I have to run errands but it's oh. two o'clock in the afternoon for those listening to us and I have to edit this podcast and release it for the morning so oh, I'm gonna should get, be interesting yes I'm gonna get day drunk and then edit this podcast in the evening so it could be a disaster which had me think that's right I was like old time sayings and stuff because Hemingway said right drunk edit sober right so I was like yeah, <laughs> I'm recording drunk and editing sober, but I don't think he was talking about podcasts. <laughs> um, I would think not, but you never know. I mean, could have had a time machine. Oh, snap. Apparently, there's, have you heard about all these people who are like apparently time travelers and stuff? It's, I'm not. It's, okay, it's definitely tabloid propaganda. Like it's, I wouldn't say a respectable news organization has actually reported this, but there's all kinds of people speaking up now saying I'm a time traveler, blah, blah, blah. And they're passing polygraph tests and stuff. So everybody's freaking out and they're like, these people have come from the future. I think I've seen over the years, maybe, maybe two or three stories that I didn't, I didn't pay a whole heap of attention, but yeah, something on those lines and, and, um, you know, they, they were um, predicting certain things and like to say passing polygraphs, uh, you know, they had certain information that, you know, had people actually, you know, convinced that, yeah, that they were they were from the future. Yeah, I feel like if you're going to decide to, okay, assuming it's all a scam, assuming that what we know of reality is true and they didn't actually come back from the future, um, assuming that if you're going to set up that scam, there's a lot of thought that goes into that because you would think you'd want to like analyze politics because if you're going to make a whole bunch of prophecies, you need the first couple of them to be true. Otherwise, yes. you're just a lunatic. Yeah, well, absolutely. But look at um, look at the show The Simpsons. Yeah. 
right? Yeah. I mean, they talk about there's a ton of correlation to at the time would have been future events that have come true. So what is that about? Yeah, that's super trippy. There is so many things and I didn't know we were going to talk about this. So I don't like have a whole bunch of examples. But if you look that shit up, the Simpsons has predicted a bunch of stuff. It's super crazy. Well, I don't think we had a format at all to talk about, so it's not it's not good to be too prepared if you're day drinking on a podcast. I don't think exactly. Yeah. With that. No, this show has no format, and actually, that's cool because you kind of help me. Se- <laughs> you help me segue to the one thing we have in almost every episode, um, other than when we have guests. But you're not a guest this week; you're a co-host. So now you got to participate in different things. Um, we have something that Shane invented called hashtag Shill Life. And that means that you get to shill, which is an old school word, if you don't know, for advertising, basically. You get to talk about a product that you love so much that you would be willing to promote it for free. So whenever Shane's away, Terry's done this, this, that, and the other thing. So I'm going to make you shill life today while I get another beer. But you get to ask oh. questions first. Do you understand the, what you're going into? Well, yeah, I've got I've to um, shamelessly promote a product or business or something that uh, that I love exactly exactly maybe you're using a new kind of keyboard this week but who knows so think of oh, that something puts me on the spot I know I'm glad that's okay guess what I have other things that are gonna put you on the spot today so um so yeah so if you can think of something and I promise when I edit this I won't leave in a long silence of you thinking about it with Jeopardy music um oh, so that would I'll, be great uh, <laughs> I'll let you think about what you would chill for in an ideal world, and I'm going to go get a beer. Okay, so should I just sit here and think about it or start talking? Oh, start talking. Start oh, talking. Okay. It's going to take me like two seconds. I live in a tiny piece of shit apartment, so <laughs> I don't okay, have time to go. I think, I think yeah. I've got it. Okay, hit it. Do it up, Ryan. I think I'm going to shill, and I think I'll actually try to, after this is done, Google the origins of this word because I have never heard this word. Um, so, and, and I always find it quite interesting, there are words that have, language that have died out, um, and, and when I see them or read them or come across them, whatever, um, they're hilarious words. You, you just, you, you bought in today's society and they wouldn't fit. So anyways, <laughs> I would, I would definitely think I'm going to look this word up, but I would, I would have to shill Taco Bell. Ooh. Um, okay. You know... I, I used to be a manager at, at a Taco Bell KFC years ago, and um, I've been I've been a manager at, at a ton of different things in uh, my travels. Um, but back then, Taco Bell still really cared about quality. Okay. As much as you would think a fast food place really doesn't care, they build a name, they just rifle the food out the door, and they don't have to worry about quality because people still keep coming back. Yeah. Um, so Taco Bell has decreased in in quality. Um, however, you know, to me, the food there is still classic. It's still delicious. Um, they, they still use a lot of the same products they used when I was a manager. And, you know, and it's sad to me because this is one of these businesses that keeps closing down. Okay. Um, all the standalones, I think in Calgary, there's only about two standalone restaurants left. And then I think there's maybe three more in malls, right? Um, but yeah, they just keep closing down across Canada. And, you know, I've never really looked into why. Um, yeah. but, but Taco Bell, I mean, 
don't know Taco Bell did come up from the U.S. Right? I mean, if, if people remember the commercials back in the day, they had the, you know, make a run for the border. Okay. And, and the little Yokiro Taco Bell dog and, and everything like that. So That um, would not have aged well. That's all I want to say. No. But... No. Um, yeah, that has a completely different meaning today. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but no, they... Um, and actually, I was in Miami a couple of years ago, and I went through a, a Taco Bell drive-thru, and I asked for a Fries Supreme, which is just your fries, and it's got, uh, you know, taco meat, sour cream, tomatoes, green onions on it, and uh, they had no idea what I was talking about. Mm. They didn't serve French fries. In really? Taco Bell um, in the States. Yeah, I was. so I also went to a Burger King, and I wanted a poutine. And they had no idea what I was talking about. So, I mean, just the differences between Taco Bell in the States and Canada. But, um, but no, I still, I still, Taco Bell is my go-to hangover food. Um, and um, it always hits the spot. So that would, I, I would, I would um, urge people to eat more Taco Bell. Okay. Keep it alive in Canada, you know. Don't let it go the way of Target. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Well, I wasn't expecting Taco Bell to be your shill. Wow. Okay. Very cool. I didn't. I didn't realize you had that. Those kind of emotions towards Taco Bell. Well, it's tacos in general. Oh, okay. 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 But you used to work for Taco Bell, so that's what you know. Well, I also used to work for Taco Time. Oh, you worked for both, and you still yeah. hold Taco Bell above. I do. I. You know. I. I Taco Time is everything is is fresh everything is made in store i mean they cook all their own hamburger they make their own beans uh their pico de gallo they make their tortilla shells like they they make them you know their their uh, taco salad shells they make them so in terms of freshness and i guess even quality taco time is is miles above oh but it is also more expensive um, and but I find that Taco Bell has better flavor. Okay, okay. Wow. Well, I wasn't expecting Taco Bell. You 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 invigorated me about chill life there for a second. I was confused. Okay, that's awesome. Um, I was. Uh, you were talking when I came back and put the headphones on. Was right about the time you were talking about old 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 world words. Yeah. Drink four yeah. beer after three years and say old world words. Ten times um, real fast. Holy shit. Okay, was that because the word chill? Is that? Yeah, I, I mean, I've, I've, never, I've never heard the word before. And, um, you know, and so they say uh, from time to time I come across words that, um, you know, they used for... I, I can't, you know, I can't think of anything off the top of my head here, but, you know, just English words that have died out you know, over the decades. And and some of them, when you go back and you try to apply them to today, you just, they have, they would, they literally have zero place in today's English. Yeah. Okay. Fair you know, enough. Okay. nobody would ever, and, and even for people trying to bring them back, mm -hmm. you just, you, it would never happen because they're just so foreign. Yeah. Okay. You can never raise the blue Peter now. No. No, no. <laughs> I have a book of old, old, like, turns of phrases, like, turn of phrases and stuff like that and where they came from and stuff like that. So I have, like, a weird collection of, like, four things I remember from it in my head that I just dispense at random. And blue Peter is one of those. <laughs> blue Peter. Yeah. Do you know what that is? I've heard of salt Peter. 
No. So, and it might come from a similar place, but to raise the blue Peter meant that you're leaving a place. So, and the reason that existed is because there was, it has something to do with the sails on a sailboat. I can't explain why Peter, that was just like a coll colloquialism or whatever. But when they raised the blue sail, they were leaving uh, where they were docked at that time. So if I was to say like, I'm raising the blue Peter, that means I'm leaving. Because it's based on like that, that the uh, nautical terminology of raising the blue sail to symbolize you are leaving port. Okay, so could you apply that into I'm, I'm leaving the house, I'm leaving work, I'm I'm leaving you. <laughs> well, I mean, I I try. I think I mean I think it's I think it's possible. I mean, you know, like uh, you've been sitting in a place for a long time. You take a long yawn and stretch and go ah. I think it's about time to raise the blue Peter. Get out of here. You know. That would be. I think that would be a good term to use on like a waitress restaurant. <laughs> I, I feel like in that context, automatically they assume the blue Peter is something different. <laughs> but I just think they're gonna think you're nuts. This way, you don't have to leave a tip. They're not gonna judge you too much because <laughs> they're just gonna think you're insane. Right. Fair enough. So this reminds me actually, so uh, uh, you, you talk about books of, of words and stuff. So there is this great book. I don't know if you've heard of it. I think, um, again, it's a very underrated book. Um, it's called The Meaning of Lif. No, I don't know of it. And what it is, and it's actually a very fun read. Um, it's a dictionary of sorts. Okay. And it, it gives you the names of everything that you don't think about having names. Oh, uh, okay. For example, the cold underside of your pillow actually has a name. Really? Right? The the little plastic tabs on the end of your shoelaces have a name. Oh, I knew that. They're like they're like isolates or something or like aslets or something? No, no, I I couldn't tell you. Shit, okay. But but if, if you're ever in a bookstore, and I don't imagine it's an expensive buy, I'm sure you even might be able to download it or find it on Amazon or something. I suggest getting it because I think um, I think it's 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 just it's a, an amazing resource for great conversation. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I think so too. Yeah. Like this, we talked about the Blue Peter today. Yeah. Yeah. The so the plastic bits at the end of shoelaces are called aglets. Hmm. I was close. I knew, I kind of knew that from way back. The only reason I knew that was because of a different book, actually. Wasn't that one was Uncle John's Bathroom Reader. <laughs> okay. Do you know of that? No. Oh, I thought that would be a cliche that would immediately make you go, oh God, and roll your eyes. Okay, check it out. It's, it's, it's a, it's, they got, I think, probably 20 some odd volumes of the thing now, maybe hundreds. I might be way off. But they, every year they come out with another one, kind of like Guinness or whatever. And they're just fun facts. And the idea of the book and the marketing genius that went behind it, I think it's just awesome, is it's a book to read in the washroom. So the stories have different lengths. Some of the stuff you'll read will be short. Some will be long. Some will be super, or well, like, will be medium. Some will be super long. So you can, you know how long you're going to be in the washroom for this. And the other thing, you read different articles. That's the, the kind of gimmick behind it. But beyond that, it's just a book full of super awesome stories and facts about really random shit you wouldn't think about. Which is good. Random shit is amazing. Random shit is totally amazing because sometimes it inspires you to go look up more and then it becomes not such random shit. 
Well, yeah. So the yeah. meaning of lift, you can actually purchase on Amazon for um, like $19. Oh, okay. Check that out. Um, it looks like there's uh, also um, Google Play. I don't know what that is, but it's 10 bucks. <laughs> you don't know what Google Play is? No, I'm no. Okay. I don't no. I didn't I didn't mean to laugh at you and then say that. That felt mean. I feel like I'm mean right now. I'm sorry. That was very mean. <laughs> you hurt I my didn't... feelers. <laughs> I didn't mean it to sound that way. The reason I was asking is because I know you're not very technologically connected. Um I actually made a tweet about the fact that you were gonna be on the show, but I can't tag you because you don't have Twitter. Um so yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but so I know you're not very technologically connected. The reason I had that reaction to Google Play. Do you have an Android phone? No, God, God, no, no, horrible what? blasphemy. What do you have? I have an iPhone. <clears throat> oh God. Oh God. No, don't oh, even. God. We're not gonna okay. get it. You know what? This show is not long enough to get wow. into the debates between Android and iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, I'm sorry I invited you on the show. This has been the total stick cast. We'll see you next week. You know, I, <laughs> wow. Okay, I didn't know you're an Apple person. That is a deep conversation. I am okay. All Google Play is is the app market. I'm gonna do this without bias. All Google Play is is the app market. Oh, that's right. it. It's the App Store without the name. It's just, so for everybody who has Android, it is whether you want to be involved in technology or not, it's a part of your everyday life because you need it just to get anything on your phone. So Okay, so it's just like the app store on iPhone. It just yeah. allows you to download all your stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, so there you go. I guess it must download to your phone and, and for you know, whatever reason that you want to read this on your phone. I'd prefer to have a hard copy or even a, a PDF that I can look at on like on a full size computer screen or whatever. Mm -hmm. But um, but yeah, to any of your your listeners and and to uh, for even for yourself again, I it's I've I've flipped through it. My uncle had it years ago, and so I flipped through it um, periodically. And and yeah, there's just some of the stuff. Like you said, doing things. That you don't think have a name. Like I said, the underside of your pillow, the cool underside of your pillow, mm -hmm. nobody nobody thinks it has a name. It's just you want that. That is life at bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You know, and, and it doesn't go past that. Nobody goes, Well, I wonder I wonder if this has a name. Yeah. You know? So just no all shame. those things, and there's a ton of things in life um that, that exist that we just don't you know, we don't place a whole lot of importance on but they're mm -hmm. part of everyday life in terms of that they have a name that's kind of okay. like a redheaded stepchild right no one gives a shit if, if they have a name or not <laughs> you know? well, I was going to say that's, that's, it's, it's interesting because I'm definitely drinking now is when you know that but I was just thinking like hundreds of years ago or thousands of years ago whatever you believe fucking, people would have invented a name for that because it would have matter that there be a name for that and you could explain that to another person so as you were saying that like we wonder uh, you know we feel the other side of the pillow but we never think about putting a name on it but there's a name for it just not putting a name on it is such a current problem in the when you look at hundreds of years of human existence like it it's such a current problem because before somebody would have committed their life to putting a name on that sensation in that place well people felt Back then. <laughs> we we live in a very very disconnected world um you know i mean people people don't 
people don't put a lot of thought into any anything anymore. People don't, you know, put appreciation on anything. This is why we all just should have sex, drink Stella, and go to Taco Bell. <laughs> Woohoo! There we go. I agree. I I a hundred percent agree. Speaking of drinking Stella, I'm gonna go get another beer. You should go have another beer. Freaking A. And that's probably why I'm going to cut that when I edit it. Okay, I'm going to go grab another Stella and run to the washroom, and I'll be right back because I actually do have a handful of questions I wanted to ask you. Okay, and I'm but... going to look at some porn during our break. Woohoo! Okay, try not to get the keyboard too sticky. We need it to work. No, no. I'll be back. I have special wipes for that. Oh, excellent. Ex you were thinking ahead. Absolutely. Awesome. Okay, okay hurry right up. Back. All right, bye. <laughs> Put it in your mouth, don't you? Put it in your mouth, don't stuff it in your face, don't stuff it in your face. Though it might look good to eat, and it might look good to eat, and it might look good Microphone to taste. Muted. It might look good to taste. You will get sick real quick, real sick, real quick. Don't you put it in your mouth. That's all I have to say about that. Sound muted. Sound resumed. Microphone activated. Hello! Yo! Did you hear how many things I clicked by accident during the course of that? I did not. Oh, okay. I hit sound mute. So, on my end, I heard the uh, team speak voice. So it was like, sound muted, sound activated, microphone muted, microphone activated. Oh, nice. Could, yeah, you can hear all the things I pressed by accident, but that was huh. a total, yeah, because you couldn't Fear actually will do hear that. that to you. Yes, beer will do that. Okay, so that was the next thing I was going to bring up. You have drank, well, you've drank over the course of years. I won't say four years, because when I met you, you actually didn't drink. Um, and I have drank for years, but again, not over the course of years, because I took a break for many years in between. What I, I find, so I don't know if in your current position, because you still drink, you have this kind of reflective property. I find that there's a moment I've always been able to isolate throughout my entire life. That is the moment you realize how much you've drank. And in my opinion, that moment is the first time during drinking that you go to the washroom and you take a piss. And I think there's something so, I don't even say the, like, piss that often. I don't even say that because I don't talk about that kind of shit on the show. But I think there's something about the moment you go piss after you've started drinking where you realize that's something you do every day of your life, and now it's altered. Do you have a moment where you realize you've been drinking? Um, well, I suppose when I fall down the stairs and break a hip. <laughs> no, not really. I mean, when I drink, I, cho I choose to drink. The, um, uh, I'm aware of the consequences of that, both physical and mental. Um, <laughs> So, I mean, for me, I have, I, I always joke, I have what's called TBS, tiny bladder syndrome. <laughs> so, I mean, I'll drink, uh, my, my, um, limit to that first piss is generally three beers. Okay. And then it's, you know, every half beer after that. <laughs> that's a you tight know. concentration after that half a beer. I think that's more than most people. <laughs> Oh, it is. No, and no, I'm really bad. Like, yeah, like, and it's, it's, it's not just, um, you know, uh, it's not just restricted to alcohol. Like, I mean, if I drink a coffee or if I, you know, my ex-wife 
to always laugh at me and make fun of me because even we would grab a coffee and drive to BAMP for the day. And, you know, at least once on the trip down, I'd have to piss in a cup. Wow. I just, I couldn't, you know, I don't, I, I, and I think I've always been like that where it's, you know, um, but I also think too, a, a part of that is, and I, I mean, I've, I've never really put a lot of thought into it, but I also drink, <clears throat> I also drink probably, oh, I don't know, eight to 12 liters of water a day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> I, I love water. And I mean, that just, and it goes back to when I was a landscaper. Right. Oh. I mean, I went through water like crazy working outside in the hot summers. Um, yeah. And it's just, it's just something. I love ice water. Freaking love it. So um, I don't know if my body is just permanently hydrated. Um, maybe not after a night of drinking because, you know, I'm pretty dehydrated first thing in the morning. Yeah. But no, I, yeah, no, for me, there isn't, there, there really isn't a moment where, oh shit, I'm drinking. Mm -hmm. Okay, interesting, interesting. No, for me, it's definitely, every time I go to the washroom after I start drinking is my revelation of exactly how drunk I am at that moment in time becomes put in place when I go to the washroom. And like I said, I think it's a human condition thing. I think it's because it's something I do every day, hopefully. You know, I think it's something I do every day, so it puts it in check. This is where you're at now. I don't know, maybe I go I'm through different. I go, I go through different moments, different, yeah, different moments throughout an evening of drinking where, you know, I, I, I have a self-check, you know, an automatic self-check of, wow, you know, I'm, I'm pretty drunk. Mm -hmm. you know, um, but uh, that, that I would say, would generally happen when I go to grab another beer. And mm -hmm. now I'm up and I'm walking. Okay. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's, that's your thing. I think it's when you get up to get another beer. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, when you're just sitting... Right. I mean, you can slur or you can sound like an idiot or you can whatever. But, you know, that moment that you actually try to stand up and and, and walk, you know, you're definitely going to notice some mobility changes. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. No, so no, for no, me, no. Yeah. So I guess for me, that would be when it's just like and it's not a realization of, oh, I'm drinking. It's a realization of you know, different periods, different moments or, or levels of, of drunkenness. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I was I was wondering if you had a moment, because like, for me, I think everything's fresh. I'm like in such a strange place right now, having drank five beer, well, four beer. I'm working on fifth for the first time in three freaking years. So I think I'm in a way different place right now because I'm like remembering things. <laughs> oh, you never want to do that. Yeah. No. <laughs> Remember what it's like drinking. Yeah. No. Um. Okay. How many I'm beers gonna... did you buy? That's Six. A big I only bought a six-pack six because my opinion was at the end of six, you'd be able to just wash the fucking floor with me. Whether there's a podcast or not, there's not people in front of me. So I figured that the whole there's an audience thing would be overridden by the holy fuck I've drank five beer thing. But I'm on my fifth. And how you feeling? Buzzed, but good. Good. Yeah, I'm definitely now, aware of the fact I'm drinking. So if once you finish that sixth, on a scale of one to ten, how likely are you to go and get another six? Unlikely. Uh, really? Okay. Yeah. And I guess that comes down, I guess that's kind of pulling back the curtain on the podcast to an extent. But to answer that question fully is no, because I thought it'd be interesting to record the podcast while drinking. And because alcohol isn't 
really an issue for me. I mean, I guess in the past at some point it might have been when I was drinking every night, but you could also say partying was an addiction for me or any other aspect of that wasn't, you know, an addiction for me. So who knows? But uh, drinking, I don't consider to be an issue anymore. So yes, I'm doing it for the podcast. But now when this is done, I want to be able to edit this with a sane mind. And I want to, I'm going to go and probably go grocery shopping after this, which I frequently do after recording a podcast and stuff like that. So there's going to be a period through which I, I, I sober up when I'm not going to want to drink again. Because I haven't drank for three years because it didn't occur to me that, holy shit, I'd love to be drunk right now. You know? God, I'm so sorry to hear that. You were sober for a number of years as well, though, weren't you? Yeah, I was sober for, for uh, yeah, a year and a half, maybe. Okay, that's good. So, okay. You know, I thought I wanted... you said you had a ton of ton of things that were going to put me on the spot. You've only yep, put me I on do. the spot once. Yep, I do. So now I'm going to work into those now. So I have, I text you earlier. Okay, yeah, I'm going to say this now. I wasn't going to say this now. I texted you earlier in the week, and I asked you if you know more about music or movies. Yeah. And I full-heartedly having known you personally in the past thought that you were gonna say music a hundred percent I expected music and you replied with movies I know I, I was blown the fuck away by the fact you replied with movies I seriously was my jaw dropped in real life so I love I, like don't get me wrong I love music and mm -hmm. and what have you but I certainly don't have my, you know, my my ear to the stone, as it were, when it comes to, you know, current events and current bands. And I mean, I listen to, um, I mean, I listen to my radio stations 107. I listen to classic rock. I mean, um, if there was a station for for boy bands of the past, you know, uh, boys to men and and Bastard Boys, 98 Degrees, and Sync. I mean, yeah, okay, that kind of stuff. But current music. Yeah, I, I, I'm not I'm not a big fan. I don't okay. I don't I mean there's some stuff like, you know, Bruno Mars is good, mm -hmm. right? Um, um you know, I see that the Backstreet Boys have, have um have made a comeback. <laughs> which yes. wow. Um, which I'm makes not even me sure what to say about that. Um <laughs> uh, but no, I mean no movies me yeah, no, for me movies is absolute I love movies. Um my my girlfriend laughs at me all the time because uh, I'm like you know I'm I, I'm a big movie guy and I talk about this actor or this actress and she's like I have no idea what you're talking about you know and I'm like hey let's watch a movie and so I'm like okay I put a movie on she's like you know this and that and I say oh yeah no I've already seen this oh I've already seen this like I mean okay. yeah I love movies okay well okay knowing that I prepared. Four movie-related trivia questions for you. Oh, shit. Can you fucking believe that? I prepared something ahead of time for this, knowing that I might be too drunk and need to fall back on something. Yeah, okay. Okay. Well, okay, before you say that, there's other things I want to talk about. I think I made notes for about a four-hour episode with you, so we're going to get through that in time. Okay. Okay, so first of all, I just I want to say this out loud and then forget about it altogether. Google turns 20 today. Fuck you, Google, for making me feel so old. Fuck you. You just told me you were in grade 8 on 9-11, motherfucker. So don't talk to me about Google making you feel old. I'm drinking because Google makes me feel old. That's good reason. Google turned 20 today. How fucked up is that? I don't care I think, how... I think, I think you have a legitimate lawsuit against Google now. 
I think so, because I don't care how old you are. The fact that Google turned 20 today should make you feel so fucking old. <laughs> but I'm trying to think, okay, so I'm 41 in a couple weeks. And so, I, you know, just for argument's sake, I was 20. Google came out, but I don't ever recall using Google for no until uh, probably I was 30. Yeah. No. Uh, Google. Like it was Yahoo. Yeah. No, I. Yeah. You know what? Yes, I remember that. And they used to have TV commercials and shit. Like they were like, and Google, I've got to say, there's something to that that I don't think we're really hearing about yet. I'm sure somebody's writing about it, but that we're not hearing about yet that is so ingenious because Twilight was the same way. Is Twilight is whatever you want it to be. It can be a piece of shit book and a piece of shit movie. But what it is, is it's an examination of what can be accomplished through marketing. And I think Google is the same way because both of these things took over the fucking world without ever consulting anybody first. Just through product, just through like placement and different things like that. These, I like Google is the most amazing motherfucker in the world because they managed to weasel their way into our everyday life without anybody seeing it coming. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm. absolutely. I mean, like I said, I don't remember the first time I used Google, but now Google is my homepage on my browser. And, right, even even Safari, like, because, um, again, <laughs> I'm one of the elite and use an iPhone, um, mm -hmm. but... When I just type into the Safari search something, it brings up Google. Yeah. So, Fair enough. Yeah. You no, know, I mean, yeah, Google. Google is the world. It is. It is. And as an iPhone user, I think it has more weight that you say that. Do you like what you hear? Do you hate it and want us to make it better? Now you can show your support by opening your wallet and dumping it into ours. The Total Stick Empire is now on Patreon, where you can help support us and contribute to the making of more podcasts and animated shorts. In return, you get great bonus content from the Total Stick cast. To learn more, go to www.patreon.com slash totalstickempire. That's www.patreon.com patreon.com slash total stick empire now back to whatever train wreck we are presenting you with today so i just wanted to address that google's 20 today and fuck you google because you made me feel really old when i heard that um and something i wanted to take up with you because you're on the podcast today and this is something that people get really defensive about but I feel like this public forum seems like the best place to strip all of that away and make you super awkward and just do all that kind of stuff by asking you it. So, are you ready for a super awkward question? Um, sure, but I don't think ever, anything ever makes me feel awkward. Ooh. I go okay. streaking. I go to nude beaches. I used to own a sex toy company. I mean, come on. <laughs> the sex toy company was the greatest thing I ever heard about you and out of... Three things that I can remember being crowning moments of knowing you that is in the top three. <laughs> Absolutely. Was finding out that you used to own a sex toy company. And I want to talk to you more about that. But to say that that belongs on today would be excluding you ever appearing again. So I'm going to assume that you'll appear again on this podcast at some point, even if it's in the way future. So I'm going to leave that aside. What I Absolutely. want to ask you about today is a hot button topic that affects a ton of people and I feel like a lot of people out there want to ask about but there's nobody to ask 
So by isolating you on this public forum, I can ask you. That's what I was down. Okay. You have a beautiful tattoo on your back. I do. I can't dispute that. I no, I really can't dispute that. The fucking even just for the artist, I don't give a shit what it's a tattoo of. It's a beautiful fucking tattoo for the shading and this and the other thing. You. You have a tattoo on your back that I said was awesome, and then you promoted your tattoo artist, and that's great. And I'm sure I left that in the show now, but. What I really want to know is that tattoo, one, it's it's a cross. I'm going to try to describe this from my side of things because I've, I've looked at your tattoo and I like it. I've looked at it multiple times. I've, I've, I've said to my wife, like, oh, yeah, the first time I looked at this, I thought this, but then I thought this and etc. So I've looked at your tattoo a lot, which might be a weird statement to say to a human, but I've looked at it a lot. And I know on one side, like, you've got the Canadian flag dangling on the left side, I believe, and the Irish flag on the right-hand side of the cross arms, correct? Yes. Okay, what the fuck is it about Ireland? And the deeper aspect of that question is that on the show in the past, we've talked about how people let their heritage influence them and stuff. And even earlier, you touched on something I thought was really important. My ancestors enslaved people. That's not my fucking fault. Don't blame me for it. I agree with you. On the flip side of that is people that are also just like you who say, this is my heritage. I'm super duper fucking proud of it. And now I'm going to make it a thing. And no no insult to you, but you made it a thing by putting it on your back. And I know as long as I've known you that that's been a thing to you, that you're yeah. Irish. How does that work? Like, where do you... You've never lived in Ireland. You weren't born in Ireland. Why the fuck Ireland? <laughs> um, well, because uh, my family... Uh, my grandfather was born in Ireland. Okay. So my family is not very far removed from it. Um, and... My family was, uh, my family name's kind of a big deal. Uh-huh. Uh, in Ireland, there's, uh, I don't know, there's some whisperings of, of royalty. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, and that doesn't play a factor for me. I mean, I haven't tried to call anybody up to borrow 20 bucks. <laughs> um, but, um, but no, I just, I think, I think. You know, it's it's important as a Canadian. I think it, it, it's important to be proud to be Canadian, right? However, and and just based on our earlier political discussions, I think that it you know um, being Canadian is is uh, it's diluted now. It it doesn't mean what it used to mean. Not the country it used to be, and um, you know, and even beyond that, um, before all that happened, I, you know. I was still Irish. My family came from Ireland, and I think I think it's important to understand your roots. I think it's important to be proud of your roots because Canada is built on multiculturalism, mm-hmm. right? So just to you know, for all these fucking pretentious dickbags who just go, you know, when you say, "Well, what's your heritage?" and they go, oh, "I'm Canadian." No, look. First of all, you just said you're Canadian in a fucking Chinese accent. Okay? <laughs> So, you know, we're missing a little some part of the puzzle here. No, but it's, uh, you know, we all came from somewhere. Okay. Well, I didn't think there was a strong flip side to that, but as soon as, (laughs) as soon as he said, you just said you were Canadian in a Chinese accent, I was like, yeah, true. Good point. Okay. Uh, Okay. You know what? You fucking, you explained that in a way that I can't really dispute, but... My only retort to that, I guess, would be that, like, I'm first-generation Canadian. Outside of that, my mother was 
German, my grandparents were German, etc. And fucking, like, for me, it plays no role in my life. So I guess I, I feel like I'm speaking on behalf of everybody who doesn't have an exact uh, key on what their past was. But, yeah, but you're, you're here, yeah, German dude. You killed fucking 11 million Jews. I guess, but, like, I'm not in any hurry to defend it either, like, oh, you know, like, I don't know, like, I feel like there'd be some people who'd be like, oh, those were just people taking orders, like, my grandfather was different, you know, or whatever, like. In all honesty, I think it's important for everybody, and, and not everybody, you know, people are going to be proud to just be Canadian, and that's, that's all well and good, I mean, it's, it's, uh, this is, for me, it's a personal choice, um, being Irish was a big part of growing up for me. Um, uh, okay. And and you know I I just I just feel like you know every person not every person came from Canada. You know, no. Canada is only like what twelve years old. <laughs> so <laughs> you know much. We, yeah yeah we all came from somewhere and all of our cultures and this comes back to you know about being proud of of um, you know excuse me for a no it's all good no. yes. What kind of puppy do you have? Uh, I have a one-eyed pug. <laughs> okay. And, and a uh, bulldog who fucking stinks because she barks so bad. So I thought with you being so connected to Irish culture and having a freaking tattoo on your permanent body, you know, of, of it. Well, there's another reason, too, though. Someone to talk to. Okay, hit me. Um, let's be honest. Women love tattoos. <laughs> so Fuck. when you get a big ass tattoo on your back okay that covers your entire back and you're walking down the beach i mean women be throwing vagina at you let's <laughs> let's just be honest about that right um and so yeah so when 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 my girlfriend wakes up and realizes i'm a piece of shit um and, and, I, and she dumps my ass, then that's my backup. That's my insurance policy. Oh, right? God. So that fucking, you know, because I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a, I'm not a, a ripped six-pack guy like I used to be. You know, I'm 41. I'm a little little on the thicker side these days. And um, But I got tattoos. And so I look badass. And, you know, it's it's enough to look badass to get me fucked once. You know, by by a girl, and then she realizes that that I'm just like an account clerk <laughs> or some shit, and uh, and then she leaves me, which is fine because I'll walk down that same beach the next day and I'll find another pussy. So, you know, basically tattoos um, for ugly people ensure vagina. <laughs> so, yeah, that's fifty percent of it. Well, I no longer have to have an episode with somebody who's heavily tattooed explaining why tattoos are not a sin against culture. Because I think you just covered fucking absolutely everything. No. Okay, but no, but you... let's be honest. No, but if you're if you're if you're covered like eighty percent of your body, that's not sexy no more. Yeah, touche. Thank you so right? that's much. That's not sexy no more. You just okay. look like a fucking eccentric, psychotic motherfucker. That's probably gonna drop you in a well and tell you to put lotion on it. <laughs> yes, I agree so much with that. Thank you. I was, I thought that like if I, I don't know, I didn't even think know, of it, but I thought that if I talk about people who attach you too much, you'd be like, there's no too much. But no, there isn't too much. There is too much. 
Thank you. There's a way too fucking much. Yes. Because okay. I mean the thing, the problem, the problem I have with tattoos, a they're permanent. Yes. Right. There isn't a tattoo on my body that isn't a part of who I am and who I've always been. Um, my fear, or I've put a ton of thought into SpongeBob. I've thought about for ten years before I really tattooed. Yeah. My Phoenix. Wow. About three, three, four years, right? My back yeah. tattoo. Well, I knew I needed something Celtic, something Irish, um, on my back for ten years. Wow. Okay, but it was just finding the right piece. Okay. Um, right. Um, I've got, uh, I've got my two daughters' names <laughs> tattooed. So I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't take any thought. That's a no-brainer. Yeah. Um, and then I've got my clan crest. Um, when I was part of the Ku Klux Klan, because <laughs> I'm white. <laughs> Fuck, man, you would you would not you would not believe the amount of people that have said, "Oh, what's that tattoo? Oh, it's my clan crest." And people have been like, "Okay, what, bitch?" <laughs> and like, I'm talking to like black people or fucking. You know, whatever, right? And they're just like, "Excuse me, motherfucker!" <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Um, a clan, like, it's it's an Irish thing or it's a Celtic thing. So just get the fuck down, right? So I, then, I, and then my my other tattoo on the top of my neck is Zen in a Chinese symbol because okay. I'm Buddhist. Yes, that's that's a whole <laughs> section of questions I have to ask you that I'm afraid in four hours of podcast I'm not going to get to. I told you, I'm an intriguing motherfucker. This is why you need to have me around. Yeah, I think I, I you'll be... Trust me, you're on a short list of people if I don't have a co-host for a week. You're fucking right up there, don't worry. No, and actually, okay. to, to answer your question, I know you're going to edit all this bullshit later. But to, to answer your question about how many of, of, of your podcasts I've listened to... I uh, was going to ask you that. I'm not going to answer The answer would be zero. Okay. <laughs> uh, and only, only because I lived in a parking lot, had no internet. And so now at my new house, I have internet they just hooked up yesterday. So now I can do some backdating shit. Uh, okay, awesome. I was gonna ask you. That was like on my way down the line list of things I was gonna ask you if you'd listen to this podcast before being on it or not. I've never listened to any podcast. That's great. I fucking love it. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. Do you read the news? I, I you know, in in all honesty, I try to stay away from the news. Oh, thank God. Uh, simply because it's never good news and I really don't give a fuck what's going on in the world and I mean I should to some extent because I'm a part of the world but you know what for once I'd like to hear about a fireman saving a puppy out of a tree fucking A why do why okay a kitten out of a fucking tree I don't give a shit but you know why why do I always gotta hear about fucking Afghans killing themselves why do I always gotta hear about Fucking white people, white supremacists, bordering off fucking, you know, Alabama. Like, I don't mm -hmm. fucking know. Like, whatever. It's just, I'm tired of it. Like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. No shit's gonna, like we, like we said earlier, the world is gonna work out the way it's gonna work out. Doesn't matter what you and I talk about here. It, it makes no difference in the world. 
Right? It might make a difference to people that are like, hey, I'm not the only person that thinks this way. Yeah. However, you know, maybe it starts a movement in its own little way, but ultimately it's 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 not a thing. So I just mm-hmm. I live my life, dude. I try to be the best person mm-hmm. I can be. And I try not to get involved in crap I don't have to get involved in and that's that's it, that's all. I have, I have four, four movie four trivia four questions for you. Do you think it you can do this? It only took four hours. I'm excited. Let's it go. It only took four fucking hours. Do you think you can do this? I do, but I do want I do want um, a pause for editing's sake um, after each question with a Jeopardy-themed... <laughs> okay. That's my only request. Okay, sounds good. I know I at least have one piece of stock music that's similar to Jeopardy and won't cost me money or a lawsuit. And outside of that, I'll see how close to Jeopardy I can get for you. All right, let's make it happen. Let's go. Okay, perfect. All right, so one of the few times we've ever actually had a segment on the Total Stick cast. Here is four movie trivia questions for our guest, which is Ryan Blair, who claims he knows a lot about movies. So, our first question. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, well, I'm not sure, but let's do it. Okay, awesome. awesome. So, who recorded nearly all of the all lines the for the character Shrek before he died, and DreamWorks chose to re-record all the lines with Mike Myers? Who recorded the first lines for Shrek? Think somebody else did Shrek's voice S- of Mike Myers? Somebody else did nine recorded in studio ninety-five percent of the lines. Who was it? Uh, I'm gonna say. Um, oh, I think I think that's almost easy. That was um, what's his face there, um, Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> Oh my god! Now I want Gilbert Godfrey to be Shrek so bad! Yeah, okay. I do. Yeah, I do. Okay, anyways. No! Gilbert Godfrey is not obscure. one of the answers! Yeah, but if you're gonna ask me obscure movie facts, okay, I'm not that much of a fucking buff. I literally thought, and I was gonna say this unsolicited, but then you said that. So I'm gonna say, I literally thought that was the most buried, but yet pop culture accessible movie fact that they had. I thought that was the one you were going to hammer right off the bat. Well, first of all, Shrek, albeit a great movie, it's not one that I fucking masturbate to. Like, Well, okay, but I'm not picking things you only masturbate to. You're a movie buff, so I thought you would know this piece of trivia. But again, I'm a movie buff, so I like lots of movies. I know actors. I know actresses. I know... Movies. I mean, um, show me a picture of a scene. I can pick it out. Show me, uh, give me a line. I might be in in okay shape. I mean. Wow. Okay. Well, people across the world are screaming at their cell phones right now as they listen to this. So I've got to put them out of their misery. Chris Farley. Do you know who Chris Farley is? He's the white ninja. Yes! (laughs) Yes! <laughs> I was about to say, oh god, you don't know who he is, but then I heard Ninja come th- Yes, okay. Yes, he's the white ninja. Chris Farley recorded fucking 90% of the fucking Shrek track before he died. And then fellow SNL comedian Michael Myers was put in place of him and ended up recording the rest of it. That's amazing. That's I know. 
That's amazing. That's actually a really fun fact considering Chris Farley um, being a fat cokehead alcoholic. Yeah, yes he is. Here's to Jim Belushi. Yeah, well he was he was this generation's Jim Belushi. Yeah. Um, and um, most of his movies were just fucking making him look like a douche. Mm-hmm. Um, and people laughed at him, not with him. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he um, he he claims that much uh, of of the Shrek franchise uh, makes me happy because he wasn't a bad guy. That's awesome. Okay, you can actually find um, the original. Um, there's something called storyboarding. I don't know if you know what that is. It, uh, every movie goes through storyboarding, especially animation, to uh, kind of place the characters at certain points without having 500 frames in between sort of deal, and there's actually storyboarding, an audio you can find of Chris Farley voicing Shrek. Really? I, I yeah. will check up Shill and this. Never. Yeah, so go ahead and go ahead and Google that. Yeah, you'll be very impressed. He did a different Shrek. It's hard to be comfortable with, but depending what aspect you come from it with, it's, it's pretty awesome to hear. And one day you will have to explain to me what a hashtag means. Oh, okay. Because it's yeah. not just a, a number on the phone that you try to to push to get customer service. No, no. Uh, we'll we'll tackle that off air. We're gonna continue our full movie trivia questions. Three so, more. Yes, the first answer to that was uh, Chris Farley, and I deleted that question, so I felt like I hallucinated that, that happened. Okay, three films are tied for the most Oscar wins of all time. What three films? If you can name any one of them, that's okay. I don't want all three. That's crazy shit. Name one film of the three that are tied for the most Oscar wins of all time. Not going to give me a... Here? Like a, a specific year frame? Okay, so you cut out, but you want a year, right? Well, no, not the, the specific year, but just even yeah. a bit of a time frame. I mean... Yeah. Again, all 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 time. I mean, fuck. Oscars have been around for what sixty years or some shit. But but you have years. To, yeah, but you have to keep in mind how recently they became commercialized to the point that so many so films received with, so many. Um, so okay, wait. I was gonna offer you if you want a year range, I'll give you a year range on one yeah. of the films. Okay. Not all of them. Okay. Okay. <sighs> Okay, there's three films and they're one doing very different generations. I'm going to give you the range of 95 to 2000. Okay, so we're going to go with Titanic. Woo! Perhaps you got Braveheart. One. No, you got it, Titanic. And no, Braveheart didn't. You have three options. Okay, so three, of, three films have tied for the most Oscar wins of all time. They all won 11 Oscars. 11. That's fucking batshit crazy. Ben-Hur, Titanic, and The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. Well, I was going to go with Lord of the Rings was my next. But, yeah, okay, so Titanic. But you picked Titanic, so Pimp. Yeah. Pimp. Freaking A. Pimp is like an old school thing I used to say for listeners under 20. Pimp is still a valid term today. We're not... We're good. Mm-hmm. The the older I start to feel when Google turns twenty, the more I start to feel like I have to preface references with like for people under twenty. Okay. Number <laughs> yeah, three. I don't know. Okay, number three. True or false? 
No one has ever received an Academy Award for Best Actor in their debut film. False. True. I knew that. I was just, I was just fibbing. <laughs> Somehow, even though you cut out at the end of that, I don't believe that you, you were lying. Four women have received the Academy Award for Best Actress in their film debut, but no man has ever won the Academy Award for Best Actor in their film debut. They might have that's done small the, things beforehand, but not their that's debut. That's because everything I can do, she can do better. Mad Max used to hold the record. Mad Max, you've seen that, right? Yep. Which okay. one? The original or the remake? The original. Uh, uh, remake? No, the original. Original. Okay, this, I like this movie. Okay, so you've seen it. Yeah. Good. Mad Max used to hold the record for the highest box office to budget ratio. I'll talk more about that in a second. Unfortunately, it got bumped in 2009 by what film? So what we're looking for is the movie that costs the least to make but grows the most in the box office. So the highest discrepancy beyond uh, the highest discrepancy between what they spent and what they made. That's what we're looking for. And it so used did Mad to be Max Mad Max. Make, did Mad Max make more money than they spent? Yes, by a huge number. And they used I'm, to hold the record. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say that they lost money. Okay, hang on. I think you misunderstand. Mad Max held the record for years for making the most off a small budget production. But in 2009, they lost that title. What Which film did movie? they lose it to? Oh, for God's sake. I mean, that's just... That's what I'm wondering, because a lot of people know about Bad Max and stuff like that. So I'm wondering, what movie did they lose Yes. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, no, I don't, I don't have an answer. Oh, okay. I thought you might. Paranormal Activity. Really? Okay. Because if you think I mean, about in it... In my mind, I was singing Blair Witch, but... Well, no, but that's reasonable. That's the same as guessing Paranormal Activity. It's just a different generation. Because the point is, it was filmed to look like it was shit, and then it became a fucking worldwide phenomenon. So that's why I thought... Do you know you Blair Witch? That? The original Blair Witch movie kept me from camping for a couple of years. Really? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Yeah, just give me a sec. Let me go put my laptop. I'm trying to a laptop to go make a drink, and it's not working real well. So. Oh, okay. That's cool. Go make a drink. I'll go get myself another sparkling water. And um, like I told you through text message or whatever conversation outside of the show, that I would very much like to see this show build. So I would encourage any listener to help share, right? Because... The more people we have, um, the more people can send in some emails and messages, um, and uh, you know, and we can start talking about topics that people actually want to hear. Exactly. And we did that once, and we got a few suggestions from Facebook, but it largely came up with things surrounding cannibalism and stuff like that. So we talked briefly about some stuff, but, but that was well, about it. Well, cannibalism, I mean, cannibalism, certainly, I mean, there's a lot of uh, pros and cons to it, if I'm just being objective, right? And, I, um, 
I love the start of this conversation. Let me just say that. Just because you don't agree or subscribe to a certain belief doesn't mean there isn't information out there. Yeah. And I mean, ultimately, if you're going to hold all creatures' lives in equal value, etc., you have to view cannibalism as the same as eating a burger. Well, there's that one movie, Alive. Oh, God, I haven't seen it. Which is... Uh, no, you should. It's actually a very, very, very good movie. Uh, um, and it's about... It's a true story, actually. Um, uh, a soccer team from uh-huh. Chile, I believe. Yes, yes, I have seen this movie just before you can... Yes, I have seen this movie. I didn't know what it was called. Well, that, don't lie to me. <laughs> well, yeah. I deplore okay. dishonesty. <laughs> yes, I was highly dishonest, but now that I remember a soccer team... Oh, uh, yeah, I'm just going to let you finish the description, but now that I remember this movie, I know I've seen it. <laughs> No, so, but I mean, the movie was very good. And I mean, I think it really calls to everybody watching it um, to to put themselves in that situation of I'm fucking stuck somewhere. I get no help. I got a bunch of my dead friends around. Would I eat them to survive? Mm-hmm. Right. And and yeah, it's not a it's not a pretty thought. Um, and clearly the, the people that were, you know, actually involved in it, um, probably had some PTSD, (laughs) you know, to an extent, right? They got to live for the rest of their life knowing they ate their fucking sister, their brother, their best friend. Yeah, it's fucked up. There'd be a lot of nightmares involved in that. Yeah, no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be an easy train. Even though it was, I believe, the move they they were stuck for about forty some days. Yeah, I was gonna guess thirty off the top of my head. So I think yeah, it was thirty forty days. I can't I can't recall exactly. Um, but uh, I'm actually gonna have to download that movie now because I haven't seen it. But um, but um, but yeah, no, I mean, but they lived, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's. No, I mean, never mind if they had the the resources. Um, I mean, the, the 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 traumatizing factors would have been enormous. Never mind that they basically cut up. I mean, one of the um, ending scenes when they're rescued is um, is, is sort of a helicopter view of of uh, and the, of the plane and everything and skeletons. Okay. Right, so they had picked these fuckers clean. So I mean, yeah, that's I don't know, man. That's um, gonna mess with somebody. <laughs> I don't. But even... would you do it? Yeah, but okay. would you do it? That's that's what I think the movie, aside from the fact that it was a true story and the, the story needed to get out, I think that that is one one aspect that that viewers felt was holy shit and if I was in this situation what would I do mm-hmm. nobody wants to think they're above dramatic or um, a, sorry extreme um, thing 
you know, um, in, in the event of, of um, uh, you know, a shitty situation. But, I mean, to your face with it, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, no doubt. And definitely, I think that whoever made that film, that was definitely the intention. It was to make you question your humanity. It was, yeah. So... No, what that, do you do? That's very cool. I didn't know it was called Alive, but I know I've seen that movie years ago. So, so all all my point is about all this is that, you know, again to all the listeners, I mean, please share this podcast. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Get involved. There's an email um, through the Facebook page. Yeah. Um, that 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 very much appreciate that you like it. But. The nightmare of it all is that in a couple of hours, a sober version of me is going to have to edit what I think has amounted to like five hours of fucking podcast now. So with that in mind, I think we should probably end this pretty soon. Dude, I'm just here for the show. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Hopefully we'll have you for a few more episodes in the future. Maybe you'll even meet Shane uh, voice to voice. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'd be down. And like I said, um, um, I said you, said your listeners, I'd, I'd very much like to become a part of this. Um, I think it's brilliant, and I, you know, I'd like to see uh, a lot more of a, a following. And I, mm-hmm. you know, I do what I can to make this happen because really, it's just a lot of fun. Well, you are officially the guest on the 25th episode so that's like a quarter of a hundred <laughs> no your math is wrong sir what hang on a minute yeah. I'm, t- I- I'm too drunk to immediately dispute that I need to think about that for a minute <laughs> yep you do yeah okay so that's still a quarter of a hundred I think no, your math is wrong. Okay, fuck it, I'm done. Okay, anyways, yeah, so you're officially the 25th episode of the Total Sick Ass. So thank you for listening to the Total Sick Ass. Or whatever I just said. We have again Whatever just happened here. Yeah, whatever just happened here. We have again had Ryan Blair. My name is Paul Johnson, and now I think the outro will take care of all the promotional stuff. So now I I listened to the last episode, and I, I didn't hear you say bye, Ryan. I I you know. Well, no, I had, it was bad. I had I had some voice cut out, but I'm definitely around. Okay, because like I had your raw file, and I mean I didn't even hear you say bye. So now that this is the end of the show, you're gonna have to actually participate. So first of all, so can we count it down? Because last time we had a cutout. Okay. So count it down, and I have my own recording. So you'll edit all this in. It's gonna be a fun show. So let's uh, do a countdown here, and I'll do I'll do the bye, bud. Okay, perfect. First of all, I'm gonna say hi, Shane. What's up, Shane? Hope you're feeling better, brother. There we go. Okay, now, three, two, one. Bye! Bye! Bye. (laughs) There we go. Thank you for joining us on the Total Stick Cast. Connect with us online through Twitter and Facebook at Total Stick Show. And you can watch the things we make on YouTube by heading to youtube.com and searching for Total Stick Show. Or you can also find our content on Newgrounds.com by going to TotalStickShow.Newgrounds.com. The Total Stick Cast is available on Google Play as well as iTunes, and your reviews will help other people find us and help us grow. 
please take a moment to let us know what you think. The Total Stickcast is hosted by Paul Johnson and Shane Hookford. You can connect with Paul Johnson directly on Twitter at OffTheLP or at EverythingPaul.net. That's EverythingPaul.net. You can also reach us by email at TotalStickShow at gmail.com. This has been the Total Stickcast. Thank you for making us part of your day. 